podcaster. I hardly know her. Am I right? Oh, hi. My name is Megan. I'm a busy mom of four young kids, a comedian, an improv trainer, and an award-winning author. This podcast is essentially the vessel I use to verbally process all types of topics and experiences. I love sharing stories, ideas, and considering new alternatives to things I have yet to learn and apply to my own life. All of this in effort to help create happier, healthier human connections through humor. Welcome to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. Oh, hi. This one's just a little shorty episode about starting. Like, oh, oh. Sometimes I know I have to just get out of my own way, trust the opinions of others if they're telling me good things and like giving me reinforcement uh, that I might be on the right path. Even if that was not happening, though, some of the things that I really, really want to do in life, I just got to make a decision and do it. And, um, and there sometimes the really kind of big goals that I've had, uh, that seem really scary, or maybe, you know, some of that imposter syndrome might sneak in. Um, it can get scary. And so just this, yeah, I just felt like sharing this episode, um, of why it was such a good idea for me to just start, even though I didn't have all of the pieces put together of the puzzle, I did have the pieces in my general uh, tool belt. And so um, I guess it's a little little story of just trusting myself, trusting the process of creating something and, um, and just getting out of my own way. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoy this message and welcome to the podcast today. La-da-dee-dee. I think a lot about like, when I'm about to work on a new project or if I have an idea for something that I want to do, sometimes I like kind of put my feelers out to see if it's a good idea, especially because in my line of work, like it's like, hmm, do you think people would show up for this comedy show or comedy festival? Or do you think people would show up for these workshops? Or do you think this or that? Like I kind of put my feelers out there in more of a way of like a market research type of a energy. And the same can be done with like any type of a product or service that we might do. Right. So, Years ago, it's probably been four years ago now, a good friend of mine was over at my house and he was telling me, Megan, you should be coaching people. Like for people to just work one-on-one with you, with all these things that you've done in your life, you should be coaching people. And I was like, (laughs) what? No, why? And there was a lot of different reasons that were floating through my head. I was, first of all, I was like, well, what would I coach them on? And he's like, anything, <laughs> really. He like lines stuff out. He's like, you have done so many different things in your life. Like you could probably coach someone on anything. And you're just such a good team worker with like, you know, for over the years, like I've, I have worked at a lot of different jobs and for different people and working um, with people to create things where I get to hear someone's idea and I can see someone's general vision really well and help people get something actually done, like accomplished, which is cool. And I never honestly really thought a lot about it until it was being pointed out to me. And I was just thinking, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't have a coaching program like designed. And he's like, well, you, you still have the know-how. He's like, I just think that 
for you to have the flexibility of doing what you want in your life, like using the skills that you're the most passionate about, being present for your kids, doing the mom thing. I had pretty recently gone through, oh, maybe it's been five years ago. It was, this was shortly after my divorce, um, very shortly after my divorce. So I guess coming up on five years. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's years ago. And, um, you know, sometimes we just need someone to tell us to our faces the good things about us so that we can go, oh, because we miss them sometimes, I think. We don't see exactly. We're constantly looking for the things that we're falling short at or the things we don't like about ourselves. And how often are we like, ooh, I like that. Ooh, looking great today. Or wow, that was a really smart thought. Or what a cool business idea. Um, I don't know. I think that the most successful people in the world, though, do that. And from what I've gathered from different books that I've listened to and read, um, particularly from people who are business-minded or or leaders in some way or shape or form in their their different industries, that is something that they step into. And I want people to do that more. So the point of this short episode is to say sometimes you just have to like trust it that you can do it. And then you just put yourself out there. So when I was like, okay, I'm going to dip my feet in. I'm going to see. I'm going to just try. And I kind of teased it out there uh, that I was doing coaching. And of course, it was all framed around my very favorite thing of all time, which is improv. So each of the lessons that I had penciled in um, for a, a multi-week course, which I kind of went back and forth with like, how long of a course should it be? Like, how much time are they going to want to be spend with me and blah, blah, blah. And instead I, I started to just frame it up and go, okay, here's the thing. I know so many things that I've learned and benefited from in the space of using improv rules in my personal life. And when I'm building things in a professional space, either for my clients or for my own projects. So I know that it works. And I at least had that belief from knowing what has already worked for me. Then thinking back to coaches I had paid to hire in my past, I knew there was a little bit of blech there because in one case, my very first business coach that I hired, I actually was really like, oh, wow, I just spent a lot of money and they, I didn't learn, I didn't really learn anything new. And I was thinking, oh, if this person can be a coach for this amount of money and this is what the deliverable is, I, I could be a coach. I mean, I was disappointed at the time. I didn't realize like that I'd already passed that certain level. The content that that coach was doing was not the problem. I did not realize um, how it should have been vetted out. Like when she interviewed me, we interviewed each other to decide about coaching. I, my, my biggest wish at that point was I wish she would have been able to see in me that I did not need like these most basic foundational things, like for people just barely tiptoeing into personal development, like as a brand new concept, that is where her sweet spot was. And it was really good content for someone who was absolute baseline, like just barely waking up to like, I want to do personal development because some, everyone has to decide what that looks like for themselves. For me, I'm already, I've for years, I've been uh, like a personal development junkie. I'm constantly reading books and um, taking personality tests and color coding things, you know, like I have loved that for a really long time. And I had, but I had been burned. So I had been feeling like, I don't ever want to be 
I don't ever want to do that. I don't ever want to hire someone or have someone hire me that I'm not giving them something that they can use, a new tool or a different way of thinking or some actionable steps that are going to add value to whatever their goals are. And so I, I put it out there. I said I was doing this yes and coaching and I had a client sign up. And then guess what I did? Once I had a client sign up, then I put everything in place, <laughs> which is really scary. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm the only one doing this. Well, turns out a lot of people do that. People see, oh, who's interested in XYZ product? Well, they put the feelers out there. And then if people are like, oh my gosh, I am. Well, good news. You already have like the content and the information inside your brain to deliver on that. So don't go out there willy-nilly and say, okay, if you want to learn how to bake really delicious cakes, then follow me. Like I, cause I don't know how to do that. Um, or I don't know as well as uh, one would need to, to be a coach in that. Um, so as long as you're staying true to what your space of expertise is, then perfect. And so that's why I wanted to share this just short episode is like to inspire, hopefully just from, if anyone out there is wanting to do something and you feel like you can't because you like don't have an entire course like built up or you don't have an entire business model to pitch to someone yet or whatever the thing is, I, I don't know, like whatever it is for you or maybe you're just like kind of looking for like, what am I passionate about? Sometimes we lose our flow because life consumes us with our jobs and our our duties in life and we sometimes lose touch with what really, really fuels us. And so I have also had clients who like, they're just looking for something different to transition to. And and by different, I mean something that's more true to them, something that is more authentically designed to be in their sphere instead of just going to a job and showing up like many of us have, have to do or have done. Um, and so... That's what I did. I just put it out there that I was going to be doing this coaching. And then week over week, as I started having the clients come onto my calendar, <clears throat> as I went through with my very first client, each week, I just did one worksheet at a time. I knew I was going to have X amount of worksheets. I had the X amount of time frame for the program. And I had this, the for sure things I was going to deliver. And then I created them one week at a time. And what was beautiful about that is it was not gobs and gobs of time that I spent up front hoping that someone would sign up for my program and then being like, oh my gosh, wait, that's not actually what I needed to build. It was actually this other thing, even though I would have maybe already had the tools. The thing that I needed to do was to be in the experience with a client and having those discussions helped me refine that deliverable way better, I believe, than I could have done if I just sat down and pumped out X amount of worksheets and I was going to do these, all these different things, these different improv exercises. If I had just been so like, oh, it has to just be this certain way, I would have spent hours of time on building something that might not have been as good of a deliverable. It might have been okay. It may not have been though. And truthfully, I just wanted to know if people were going to want to sign up before I spent all that time. And so then sure enough, I get through uh, my first coaching client and then guess what? I had like an entire completed course. So I share this because was it perfect? No. It will never will probably be 100% perfect. It still probably isn't. It's, you know, it's not exactly the same deliverable as you heard in my last episode. It's not exactly the same deliverable 
even though it's the same deliverable. Everybody, every one of my clients since then has had the exact same lessons from me. And yet they apply to them each differently because they're all different. One of my clients was someone who wants to write screenplays um, and TV pilots and like really become an accomplished writer and understand how to pitch her her writing. Uh, I've had other clients that are... um, like I was saying that like people that are in kind of a transitional mode, like maybe they've been spending a lot of time in a certain job and they're wanting to do something more or they want to do something in their space of passion and genius and they're not sure what that looks like. So in that space, I've had people who um, we've actually helped them come up with their, their own signature program. In some cases, it's either an online program that someone can um, engage with. I've helped people to formulate a presentation for their industry. If they're a certain um, industry expert and they want to be the authority, then I help them prepare their speech in their authentic voice and guide them through that process and how to have companion documents so that they've got everything ready to go with a slide deck and a handout if they want or a downloadable thing that they can say after they've spoken from the stage. Well, if you loved this, I'd love for you to connect. Go to my website and get this free download. Like the deliverable is different for everyone. It does not matter who my client is. Um, They get their own unique takeaway from the product. And so I share this because if I just waited and waited and waited until I had this whole complete thing ready to go, I, I'm not sure when I would have ever done it or if I would have done it. But because I just jumped into it and I just put it out there, then I slowly but surely started getting the interest and the clients coming on. And then over the course of several years, I have refined it a little bit. And like, you know, my branding has become a little bit more refined over the years. Um, And so the content, the core of the content has stayed the same. And what a breeze it was then when I kind of did an overhaul during the COVID season to rebrand everything to be a certain color scheme and blah, blah, blah. I already had everything built by then. And then it was just these minor tweaks of like coloring, you know, certain coloring elements and, and whatever and enhancing stuff along the way. And so it just, it just matters to start. Was that sentence right? It just, we have to freaking, it's no wonder I love wearing Nike stuff because ever since I was young, I just love, just do it. Don't think about the what ifs. Don't get stuck in the yeah buts. Don't um, wonder like if we're delivering the right thing for all these different people. Instead, know what is right for you and then the right people and things will start to line up in your space with less effort than you would have had to do it, like trying to share a specific message to get like you know a result that you may or may not get the exact result does that make sense anyway okay thank you so much for listening in i am, i just love it i have tried to stay true to that along the way like even with this podcast like i didn't i knew the general idea of what i wanted to do and i didn't know who if anyone would even listen and Um, and it's becoming what it is supposed to be because I'm just doing it. I'm just putting what I feel like I need to put out onto it and allowing it to uh, be what it, what it is right now. And it will probably continue to evolve in its own way. And that's the, that's what happens. You just start learning as you're doing instead of wondering how to have this perfect thing and then not doing it. You have to just take the action. Yeah. You dig it. I dig you.
thank you for being here. I love you. And uh, I hope that whatever you're working on in life or whatever you're going through, that you take a moment to yourself to um, celebrate who you are and where you are in your journey and appreciate that, you know, something, something specific. Think of something specific and awesome that you are grateful for about yourself and just, just be that and, and enjoy that. Um, and don't let, uh, don't let all those what ifs stop you from putting yourself out there, uh, or working on a project or building a craft or baking a cake, whatever the thing is that you want to do. Um, you should, you should just do that. So cool. All right. Uh, yeah, lots of love and another awkward ending of me singing only this time. I'm going to slowly fade out. Da, da, da. Thank you for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. If you'd like to stay connected to me in other ways, you can find me on most social media platforms at Megan or at my website, meganmccaleb.com. And remember, you don't have to be a big deal to do big things.